Player Coach. Today, we are going to talk about how to fail fast and learn quick. I'm a huge fan of encouraging people to fail hard, to get out there, try things out, take risks, but there has to be a learning process. We can't just be out there being carefree and maverick. There has to be a way of reviewing that. And that's what I'm going to talk about today in today's show, how to embrace that failure, how to be free of any fear and anxiety, but also how do we make sure we've got a process for learning. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Player Coach Podcast for tips on how to grow your business, strengthen your team and increase revenue, all while you work more efficiently and enjoy better work-life balance. You can learn our unique Player Coach system for free by heading over to playercoach.com. There is a saying that you never fail, you only learn. And I like that. I like it a lot. I think it's hugely important in business. I think it's obviously very important in sports. You want your players to go out and play with freedom and to be free of any anxiety or fear of failure. And actually, when I've seen players just embrace it, you know, literally embrace failure, they, they play with freedom. And we want the same in business. We want people to feel that they can try things out, that they've got some level of autonomy, that they can test something. But what I often see that is missing is the review process. So in sports, it's easy because you play the game, you analyze the game, you can have video analysis, everyone can see it, everyone can see what's working and what isn't working. So there's this natural review process that happens. In business, it's a little bit more tricky. It's kind of more manual. It's a bit more analog, really, in the sense that you, you have to bring people together to say, you know, what is working or where are some of the challenges we're experiencing right now? You know, we've implemented this project. We're working on this sales process. We are trying this tactic. We said we'd run it for five weeks or five months, whatever it is. But we don't want to say at the end of that five months, did it work? Right? We need to know. It's a bit like a head coach of a professional team saying, good luck this season. I hope you do really well and we'll catch up at the end of the season, see how things went. Your coach is with you kind of every day, every game throughout the whole process. There is a natural review process there, as I've mentioned. And, and in business, you've got to think about what your review process is. What are you doing on a day-to-day basis? Are you in a situation where this project's so important that it requires you to have a morning setup and an afternoon check-in and a, an, an end-of-day wrap-up? And you're doing that every day with an end of week wrap up. And it's going to keep you really agile in in the way you're thinking and you're chopping and changing, which can have its pros and cons, by the way, if you change too much because you're having too many meetings. So you need to decide what is relevant. Is it just the end of the week to review? Is it working, not working, change of tactics? Okay, we go again next week. Is it monthly? Whatever it is, there needs to be something in place. Otherwise, the idea of we never fail, we we only ever learn is non-existent because there are no lessons. You have to put the time in to do the learning. You have to have the review process. So when you do this, we can do continuous improvement. We can learn from those mistakes. We can evolve it, change the direction slightly or or continue or double down on what you're doing. Do more of it. It's working. Keep going. And if we don't have that process in place, if you don't put it in, then the concern I would have is that you're not going to have the opportunity to change. And if you don't have the opportunity to change the tactics, to re- invest in a different area, 
it could end up costing you a lot of time and a lot of money. So think about what is your process? How are you going to implement it? And regardless of what project it is you're doing, you need something in place to review it. And when you do that, you'll have much more success. A good example for me that I've observed is how the red arrows review their performances. Their margin of error is so small, it could be catastrophic. You know, if you imagine a collision in the sky. So their review process is very, very thorough. And they do it after every single performance uh, and after every single training, saying, right, what worked well? And everybody on the team has to give their own personal analysis of their performance. So whilst we might look at it from a, a team perspective, getting your people to truly analyze what they're doing, what's working well for them, and what could be better creates more ownership and more responsibility. So I, I really like this idea of getting people to personally reflect. And when you do that, again, in business or in sports, you know, the players in a dressing room going around and sharing what they felt they did well, what they contributed, what could have been better. Everybody starts to relax a little bit. So they go, okay, we start to remove some of the ego. You know, if you've got a big project you're working on or you are a red arrow, you can't have an ego. There's no room for ego because it can be deadly and it can be deadly to your business. So it removes the egos. It gets people to reflect and show some vulnerability. What I often see player coaches do is they neglect that process because they're so busy focusing on their, their own tasks that they either cancel the meeting. We don't need to do it. The results are fine. Just keep doing what you're doing. We don't need to have that meeting. But that complacency adds up, you know, and those meetings where we're not talking about those little details and tweaking them and changing them, all of a sudden go from very small problems that are perhaps unseen to becoming a real big problem. And the purpose of those meetings is to avoid that. You want to avoid that. So as, as hard as it is sometimes when you're so focused on other tasks, don't drop that meeting, have that review process there. And then you will see much better results over the long term. And you won't see that danger of things starting to crumble and looking back and saying, we should have changed it earlier. So have a think about it. Are you doing this enough? Are you being complacent? Are you avoiding some of these conversations because you don't think they're necessary and you could be focused on other things, particularly as a player coach? And what are the dangers of that? If you don't have these conversations, what could be the long-term damage? So I encourage you to get these meetings in place and make sure that you've got a thorough review process with your team. Thank you for joining me on the Player Coach Podcast. For more tools and techniques on how to thrive as a player coach, head over to playercoach.com, access the free training, and sign up for one of our free webinars. My name is Andrew Silito, founder of the Player Coach Blueprint, and we are delighted to have shared with you how to succeed from the sidelines. See you next time.